is that time of the year where we say goodbye to the year. Uh, 2018 is ending with a bang, baby. Uh, this is the last podcast interview that I'm going to do here on this website for 2018. That doesn't mean that the podcast won't be back in 2019, because it will be. It will actually 100% be back. But before we jump into this week's episode with the lead singer of Metal Church, Mr. Uh, Mike Howe, let's go ahead and uh, talk about how you can support the show by doing your normal everyday habits, you know, your normal everyday shopping. Yes, we are sponsored this week again by our friends over at Amazon.com. They have partnered with us to make sure that we can get a small percentage of what you spend on Amazon. All you have to do is go to MultimediaMouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click on the banner before you officially start your Amazon shopping, and it will take you to Amazon. It will take you right to the website, and from there, you just shop like you normally would. It doesn't cost you a dime extra. It's just one small inconvenience for you by going to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon first and clicking on the banner. Again, it doesn't cost you a dime extra, and Amazon will give us, multimediamouth.com, a percentage of what you spend. So you spend 100 bucks, they give us a couple bucks out, out of that. You spend $1,000, they give us a couple th- you know, they give us a couple bucks on, off of that as well. Honestly, it's the easiest way to help this website out without giving money directly or without buying merchandise or subscribing to a Patreon or a Plus package or some sort of thing that we have been, we're thinking about doing as well. We're thinking about expanding all that stuff. But you know, if you want to make sure you help the website out and you're going to be doing some Amazon shopping this next couple weeks anyway, head over multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click the banner. Do your shopping. Help us out. doesn't cost you a dime more. Let's go ahead and jump in to this week's episode with my cow. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ruben I would never give up my microphone. Here, grab that real quick. My vessel is magnificent and fierce and huge. I have one pair of skinny jeans, and I'm going to wear them every week just to piss you off. What is your name? Ruben J. It doesn't matter what your name is. I'm Christina Grimmie, and uh, this guy's awesome. You're tuned into On Air with Ruben J. Mike. What? On Air. With Ruben J. I may have deserved that. Oh, 2018 has come and gone. It's Ruben J. here in the studio. You're listening to the final On Air with Ruben J. podcast of 2018. And it's a good one. I'm talking to Mike Howe. We're talking about Metal Church's new album, Damned If You Do. It's a great record. It's a great, great record. And if you would like to purchase it yourself, there will be uh, information. There should be information in the description down below. Um, but I'm super excited to be talking to Mike. And I think you're going to enjoy this conversation that he and I had. We go deep into the music, into the writing process for Metal Church, uh, and what Mike Howe brings to the project. And you know what he hopes you get out of this record, which is uh, a good record. Again, uh, I did want to you know start this podcast out by saying that the On Air with Ruben J brand uh, is switching to a live radio show uh, in the first quarter of 2019. So uh, On Air with Ruben J's will be on Friday nights, uh, every Friday night, doing live radio, live interviews, hopefully live text and call-ins from you people. So I, I hope you tune into our new platform. 
It's not so much a new platform because it'll still be here on multimediamouth.com and you'll still be able to listen to us and you'll still be able to have fun with me and hopefully a friend or two will stop by uh, and be co-host and, and whatnot. But uh, the podcast that you know now is Honor of the Ruben J uh, will be switching over to a regular weekly music format uh, starting in quarter one. Uh, it should be in, in mid-January when we, we do the final switchover. This podcast, uh, the interview podcast, will now be known as the Multimedia Mouth Podcast. Uh, we might be coming up with a different name for it. We're not sure just yet. We're still working on getting our first official guest for 2019 lined up and working on doing a whole bunch of great stuff. So uh, make sure you stick around for all of that. And thank you so much for supporting us this last year. 2018 has been a huge year for us, and we're looking forward to the growth of 2019 and looking forward to doing a lot more stuff. So before we jump into the interview with Mike Howe, please do me a favor. Follow the brand at Multimedia Mouth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth. And, you know, if you feel so inclined, follow me as well at the Ruben J. That's T H E R U B E N J A Y on all social media. Uh, we have 23,000 likes uh, on our Facebook page and growing. So thank you so much for that as well. Uh, you know, following us on social media is the best way to keep in touch with what we're doing and be up to date, as well as subscribing to the website directly. This is a new thing that we're going to start pushing here. You know, we have 15,000 people subscribed to this website, and uh, basically what happens is every time there's a new post, uh, and I'm actually, I'm actually going to be working on this to make it a little bit better, um, but essentially you'll get an email directly to you with the post uh, in, in the email, and you'll be able to read the post directly. So please consider subscribing to that as well. There should be a link in the description down below. But enough of this jibber-jabber, enough of this conversation uh, of nonsense. Let's go ahead. Let's jump in to this week's and this year's final podcast of 2018, my interview with Mike Howe. Uh, I'm being joined right now by the lead singer of the band Metal Church. Please welcome Mr. Mike Howe. Mike, welcome. How are you? Uh, thank you. It's good to be here. I am doing fantastic, Ruben. Thanks for having me. You know, I uh, in my research, uh, getting ready for this show, man, I listened to this album a couple times, man, and uh, it really punched me in the face, my friend, and I really appreciate the music that you guys are, you know, the music that gets put out on this record. Um, the, the title is called uh, Damned If You Do. Can you give me a little bit of backstory about what that title of the record means to you and the band? Well, uh, that's... Uh, personally, the reason I love the title so much is that it is, uh, it's a little nebulous. It's very nebulous actually. And it, that's what I love about music is, is when there's a title or a song that is so, uh, adaptable for e the individual listener to interpret it their own way. And, and I think that damned if you do is one of those sentiments is, uh, what are you damned for doing? Right. It could be different for everyone. So what's was the meaning behind the record for you personally? Is there a certain certain aspect to it, or is it just kind of like, hey, I like this title, leave it up for interpretation for everybody. There's no real meaning to it for me personally. Just let you, let let the audience take it in as as they will. Well, there is definitely a personal meaning to it for me, but uh, that's that's the point of the whole thing. Everyone has a different meaning, and and for me, it, it's a very personal meaning. And uh, actually, I, I don't choose to share that unfortunately course, but <laughs> I, res I respect okay. that i respect that hey you know <laughs> but, I, some some of my favorite 
you know, albums over the years have always been, you know, stuff that I can think, I wonder what they meant by this, you know, personally, or, you know, this is what it means to me. I I wonder how close it is. You know, and I've shared that thought with other artists in the past and, you know, they look at me and say, wow, that's not what I had in mind whatsoever, but I'm glad that that you had, (laughs) that that you have some sort of attachment to it as well. I agree. And that's, uh, that's how I feel about music I listen to. And that's the beauty of music. I think the mystical part of music that makes it so magical. Absolutely. And and so for you, I mean, this album came out, uh, I believe, a couple weeks ago. Um, what's the feedback you've, you've received so far with, with this new album? A fantastic reception so far. You know, everyone we've been talking to has been very positive and saying, saying awesome things. And we, we couldn't be happier and more humble about that. So we're just guys who like to play music and write music. And we're grateful that we can still do that uh this time in our lives and you know our goal when we get together kurt and i to write music is just to just to have fun and not really overthink it and see if it moves us and rocks us and feels good and put it out and hope for the best now for you as musicians for you as a musician i should say um you know what's more important to you uh writing a song that means a lot to you or having commercial success musically because i think i think everyone has a different uh view of of what what success is for musicians a lot of musicians come out and say you know i don't care if no one buys a record as long as they listen to the song at some point and, and they're they're moved by it um what, what what's more important for you as a musician is it is it the sentiment with the audience or is it like hey this is a success as far as the charts and the numbers and and the sales go well being in metal church for you know around metal church in metal church for as long as i have you we must realize that chart success and money and all fame that comes with it is not important to metal church. It's what, you know, it's the integrity and of the music and how we feel about it. Cause you know, I think songwriting is, is a little bit of a selfish act. You know, you do it for you, basically you're, you do it for you and your partner and you're a friend that, that you're writing with. And it's something that gives you a great joy in life. And, you know, having other people recognize it and and appreciate it is just a, a bonus for us, you know, and uh, that that's where we're at, I think. And f- how do you approach uh, songwriting? Because I, I feel like, especially with super heavy songs, it's a lot different than, you know, um, a country singer or, you know, even more of like a, you know, hard rock singer. Do you... Because for me, I'm listening to the opening track of of Damn If You Do, and I'm I'm listening to the hums and all the stuff, and then the, you know the guitar kicks in, and it just like it just, like I said earlier, it punched me in the face. Uh, as a songwriter, how do you come up with the melody to to a metal song and 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 make it punch people in the face like that? Because it, it just for me, it's so it discon- I'm disconnected from the process completely. So can you can you kind of dive into your songwriting method? Yeah. So. For Kurt and I, it's always been the same. From the very first time we wrote together to the time we got back together, the, the chemistry w- w- was still there, and the way we went about it, it has not changed. Um, you know, Kurt, uh, being the uh, the insane riff master genius that he is of metal, uh, goes into his studio when it's time to start a new album cycle, and he'll he'll pound out um, song structures, uh, you know six six at a time or so and send them to me and i'll listen to them and get inspired by them or not and uh when he gets a handful going i'll go up to his house in his studio and he'll put him throw a microphone up in front of his console and sit there and i'll, I'll hopefully get inspired and i just start 
screaming out melodies and trying to get something that works for me and it, it basically we try to not overthink it we just feel our music and if it feels good and you know kurt's playing just inspires me and and it, sometimes melodies come out that's that's basically what we're looking for is a melodic structure to the songs he's written and then sometimes lyrics come out and they stick and sometimes funny stuff comes out and we just keep it for a reference of melody and then we'll replace them later but basically that's our style is we just go in there and try to have fun and what we feel hopefully comes out and and we know if we like it or not and if it's something that comes out and we like it we go that's it and we carry on and if it starts you know being a struggle and we're like this is not working we don't beat it into the ground we move on and say that's not working for us because we're not feeling it and basically that's how it works nice sounds like fun i've always always uh always wanted to be a songwriter myself but i've never been able to like figure out how to connect the pieces together you know like i can come up with a line or two here and there and then like the rest of it just falls to falls to pieces and i'm like ah, i'm I'm not i'm not good at this i'll stick to asking questions um now this record uh damned if you do um what how long did it take you guys to come up with you know i think there's like 12 tracks on this record uh 10 tracks on this record sorry um Mm -hmm. you know was it a long drawn out process for you guys or was it pretty pretty quick to get everything together once you guys knew you guys were gonna put put another record together well i mean from starting of the writing process to the finish it was a year you know so yeah kurt would get inspired and send me some songs and you know we 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 wrote like 18 songs i believe overall and and recorded 18 songs and only you know 10 of the ones that we really moved us made it to the record and that's how we always do it there's always other songs that are are still there that just for us didn't feel as good as the the 10 songs that we put on the record now that's that's one thing that i've always that's always struck me with with albums you know is like we as consumers we never realize how many songs the band actually comes up with over the course of a year or two that they're putting together a record. And I, I, I know some artists say, Oh yeah, we, we wrote a hundred songs and only 15 made the record. Uh, do you have plans for the other eight songs that were on that were considered for this record? Like, is there going to a chance that down the line there might be, you know, uh, a best of the unreleased or something like, is there some sort of plan for those? Or is this just going to be on a hard drive somewhere until, until someone discovers them later? No, I, I'm sure we'll come up with something to do with them. You know, in our, in our record company, uh, uh, Rat Pack Records and Joe there is, is good at packaging extras and bonus and things like that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be releasing some extra tracks and uh, and things like that down the road. I'm not sure in what capacity, but, yeah, we, we were, we'll put them out. Um, so let's let's talk about this record here, man. Uh, I want to break down a couple, you know, a couple lines here um, if we can. If you, um, so... The opening track, man, uh, Dan View is also the title track. Um, I really like the structure of the intro of this song, man. Like, I, it really hit me um, really hard. Whose idea was it to start out with the, the melodic hums and then break into the music? Was that you? Was it a producer? Was it uh, uh, Kurt? Who, whose idea was it to do that? It was my idea, but, you know, Kurt and I sit in a room together and talk about things and, and you know, try things out. It's, uh, it's the writing process. And, you know, an advantage to modern technology right now is having digital writing tools that you can, you know, have 
Kurt's songs in the computer and I get inspired to sing certain parts, certain ways. And then if they don't segue into a next part, uh, correctly or feel good, then we can fly parts around on the computer and, and it's a great writing tool. So having said that this, you know, he had this monster song with this monster riff and it, it was, that was an easy inspiration for me because that's a classic heavy metal church riff that Kurt Vanderhoof is, is famous for. And so that inspired me to begin with, but I, I, I was talking to Kurt for a while about because I do yoga and and I really wanted to incorporate some sort of chanting or something like that in, into something. And so it was just one of those days where we were like, okay, I want to try something here, Kurt, and see if this will work. And he says, go ahead. And so then I just started humming into it and it fit perfectly and it was as easy as that. You know, went, okay, it worked. Let's keep it. And it's it sounded great, man. Like I seriously, it, it caught my attention from the minute I, I started playing it. I'm just like, you know, the first couple hums, I'm like, huh, I wonder where this is going. And then, the, like I said, the guitar kicked in and just kicked me in the face. Um, and, yeah, and, I, and I loved I, it. I agree, and it was very powerful, and I love it. And it's and it's something to me. It's like a quintessential metal church song. That's you know, like I said, his his just his powerful riff and the drums and everything coming in like a punch in the face, like you said. And this humming to me just ties it in from beginning to end and, and creates this, 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 this steps it up a notch, you know, gives it just a little bit of extra spice to it that for me, Metal Church is, you know, a band that's classic roots band that sticks to its gun. But we're also trying to just add a little bit of modern spice to it here and there, but still stay rooted in our, you know, grounded in our roots. And so. That was for us, for me, especially something uh, kind of special, you know, that we, it was something that was never, I've never heard before. And, and I think, you know, that, that gives me a lot of pride to say, hey, we really stuck the metal church, but we added this little thing that I've never heard before. And, and again, it worked so well. Um, the Black Things, uh, the second track on the album, uh, what can you tell me about this one? The backstory, maybe? Uh, it's a good song. Yeah, thank you. Um, this one is total Kurt Vanderhoof. So okay. as it happens, as it happens sometimes in the songwriting process, and you know you get late in the game, and you've got these songs, and and Kurt gets inspired, and it, it happened on several different records over the years. You know, it was something a, a early producer uh, taught us was like, okay, we're going into production, we're about to record, let's sit down and try to write another song. You know, just see what happens, and. Kurt did that at the end of this one and you know, he did it. I think they did it. Start the fire was one of those and badlands and things like that. So this was one of those songs that Kurt, you know, I was coming up to sing the entire album and put it down on tracks for the release. And Kurt said, Oh, I have this one more song. And he had written the entire thing and had a melody and lyrics and said, try this. And I came in and sang it in the recording process and it turned out to be awesome. And that just shows you, how, uh, what a great songwriter Kurt is. Now, is it you being a, a singer? Is it difficult to to write or to sing other people's songs? Like, like even if it's written for you or you know a song that you enjoy, do you, do you find it difficult to to connect with, or is it just a you know after you try it a couple times, you can get into it and, and it comes pretty naturally to you? Not if it's a Kurt Vanderhoof song because that's all I've ever <laughs> known. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know that's all I've ever known. So you know, I, I connect with him and he, we connect. So no, it's not difficult at all. And I, I know he knows me and he knows how I sing. So he writes stuff 
with my uh, voice in his head, you know? So it, it seems pretty natural for us. That must be a good thing about working with someone so long is, is you guys kind of know what makes each other tick and what what you can do that will get this person inspired and vice versa. That must be a nice thing about working with someone for so long, right? It's a beautiful thing, and it's a great friendship, and I, I, I cherish it greatly. And he's a, he's a beautiful human being and an amazing talent, and I'm just, I feel grateful to be part of that with him and his friend. Next song on the album is, uh, is called By the Numbers. Uh, what can you tell me about this, this record right here? Well, that was a lot of fun, you know, because we, we, you know, it's a little bit of a, a serious subject, you know, but also we like to have a little fun in our, our music. So we don't want to uh, be too serious. And so by the numbers is just like, you know, frustration of rock and roll angst, you know, people who are, you know, not exactly happy in their lives and what they're doing and maybe they have other aspirations. We all, we all can relate to that, you know, and that's just natural human being. Uh, you know, behavior. So I think a lot of people can connect with that. And then when we shot the video, it was like, let's have a lot of fun with this. And so I, I played the guy and we just, we tried to have as much fun because that's what being in a band when you're 20 is about trying to have as much fun as possible. So now we're in our fifties. We try to have even more fun than we did. (laughs) We know we're lucky to still be doing it. So we better have as much fun as possible. Now I want to touch on that for a little bit, a quick second here. I mean, uh, not a lot of people can say that they've been, you know, doing music since they're in their twenties and now that they're in their their fifties or older. Um, how do you feel like, your process has changed from the early days to now like like, and and is it more fun for you now in your 50s than it was in your 20s or is it more difficult now Uh, like like, tell me about that that transition from being like oh i'm a young guy in the music to like i'm an older guy in the music business now is it easier for you it's a mental adjustment you know you age hopefully get wiser and more mature and calmer and of course it's it's way different and it's way better you know it's way better because we're living in the moment we know exactly uh you know what we want we know exactly how fleeting it all is so we're very grateful for it all so when you're i think if you're grateful for what you have you can really really appreciate it more and enjoy it more in the moment so that's what we try to do is just stay in the moment and enjoy uh, what we're doing and appreciate it and appreciate all the fans out there is what which is what we do it, it it makes it a richer experience the revolution underway is the next uh next song on the album here man this one uh it was, it was, I, I like this one a lot um what can uh-huh. you tell me about it this is classic kurt doing his you know, he's, he, he loves prog music he loves uh orchestral type stuff and he just he's a master at making these uh you know powerful you know anthem type songs and uh you know we just started singing and it just comes natural i think because it's a style that we're used to and and i don't think it's really in our mindset is is any different than uh, the other albums we've written it's just oh this song goes there and this is how it feels and it takes us there as it always did no you know i'm looking at these songs here man and 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 i'm what I'm always curious about, especially when someone who's involved in the producing aspect of it, you know, in the writing aspect of it is, you know, um, I want to know, like, at the end of the, the, you know, you look at this album, which song on here do you look at and say, man, I'm really glad this song's on the record. This one really resonated with me. I, I'm glad that it's on the record. Which which song on this record is that for you? Well, it's damned if you do. Okay. Just because of what I said earlier, 
and it's it's got something a little different than we've ever done before. And, but I also say to people that you know these songs are like children to us, you know, yeah. and we love them all. You know, we've nurtured them and and given birth to them, and you know they all have special meaning to us in a different way, you know. So. You can't really. I, I hope "Damned If You Do" doesn't tell all the other nine songs what I said. <laughs> I, I I think they have a pact. They understand. You know, it's like that. You know, growing up, I knew. You know, my mom would always be like, "I love you all equally, but differently." I'm like, "Okay, what does that even mean? What does that mean, mother?" Because <laughs> well, because love is in many many different forms and different ways. Yeah. 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 No, it's 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 just funny that you know. Yeah, it's hilarious. Though I get what you're saying. It's, especially, <laughs> especially when it comes to songwriting too. It's like I understand. Yeah. Like it, it, it's every song uh, is is personal, in some way, shape, or form. If it's telling a certain story, there's yeah. some songs that will resonate with you a little bit more than others. But you still love the song that doesn't resonate with you just as much as the song that that does. You know. That's um, right. Exactly. So I, I get it 100. percent Now I do want to talk to you about this 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 album cover here, man. It, it's a very sinister but awesome looking <laughs> cover. Um, and I mean, I don't know if, if, if for those of you who are listening, if you haven't seen the, the album cover yet, which I don't know why you wouldn't have. It's been out for a while. Um, you know, go check it out. I mean, it's really cool. Um, is that a guitar on the pulpit? That yeah, that's a guitar on the pulpit. Well, there's the, the guitar crosses, yeah, in the forefront there. That's our signature and guitar cross. Yeah, but tell me a little bit about the about the like. Did you do you have a hand in in the album art, or is that some of the label I handles? Did not, but okay, that, no, no, Kurt Vanderhoof. That was. Kurt Vanderhoof and an artist put that together. It's it's the evil genius of Kurt Vanderhoof. You know, he, he's he's the artist all around, and I left it to him. You know, I I personally, and, and I say this, I personally try to to shy away from the religious aspect because of our name, Metal Church, and I felt feel like it's been uh, beat into the ground for me personally, but. That's just me. I'm not the band. I'm just the singer, you know? So mm -hmm. if someone else feels passionate about, well, this is what I really want to portray on this, and Kurt, of course, uh, then I go, okay, well, you run with it. And he did, and, and he did a great job. And, you know, there's all sorts of cool imagery in there, apocalypse, and, you know, you know, just another thing for people to interpret the way they want, you know, and like the title. So... It is a it's a great heavy metal cover. I'll give you that. I, it's <laughs> and you did a great job. It's it's a and great. People are and people are loving it. So what do I know, right? Yeah, you know, and that's I think at the end of the day, like <laughs> if people are resonating with what you're putting out, like that's that's sure. you know that's a, a job well done for you guys as a yeah. group and as a yeah. you know as a promotional right. machine. So um, you guys right. you guys are going on tour next year. Um, you know, you guys got a couple dates already announced up on the website. Uh, what's what are you looking forward to with the, with this upcoming tour? Well, just what I always look forward to is uh, meeting the fans. You know, uh, playing playing music on stage and communing with our fans and sharing that you know, the shared uh, music that we've written and, and listened to together. That's a that's something that you just can't describe. Nobody can really describe the fans or the band. You know, it's just this great thing. And uh, and then after that coming out and meeting all those fans you know face to face and you know getting personal with them that that's a huge thing for me it it really fills me up and i, I just love it yeah well i'm i'm looking forward to seeing you guys here in los angeles it looks like you're, you're the earliest la date you have is october of 2019 uh so if i hope maybe you guys might do something sooner than that if not i'll, I'll look forward to seeing you guys 
uh, in October. Um, you know, as we wrap up this interview here, man, is there is there anything that you want the fans to take away from this record uh, in particular? Was there is there a message somewhere along the lines that you hope that they pick up on, uh, or are you just enjoy the music? We just yeah, we we don't overthink it. We're not some you know people people are always saying oh you guys write, write great lyrics that are meaningful and that's that's great you know that's where we're coming from but basically we just want people to enjoy the music and you know have have that in their lives for escapism from you know, their daily grind you know and that's what we do it for and that's what i think music does for people is like oh man what it helps take us away you know from our daily struggles and, and things like that so that's my main message very cool so what what artists are you listening to right now that help you get away from your daily grind and help you uh get away from it all what, what what's maybe two or three artists that, that are in your playlist right now oh there's i have so many of them and that's always been a tough question for me to answer because i'm a i'm a music fan i, I mean i love all kinds of music and and I believe that every genre of music has, you know, diamonds in the rough out there. You just have to really look hard for mm-hmm. them, you know. And uh, I try to keep it a, a very open mind. And, you know, I have two boys, younger boys, and, you know, I try to listen to their stuff and keep open-minded to to it. Whether I, I feel like it's not good or not, I want to I, I try to see what is good in there, you know. But for me at this moment, um, I, I've been listening to because uh, I'm a singer and, I, and songwriter. I like listening to uh, Americana music recently because they're so uh, it's stripped down, you know, and mm. and so raw. And they they have to have great singing and great lyrics to connect, you know. And and, and so it's more of a challenge, I think, for that kind of music because there's no production and all this to cover it up. They're just raw out there. So I really love a. a couple by the name of Gillian Welch and David Rollins and their musicianship and songwriting and their singing harmonies together is just like a yeah it's it's one of those things for me that, that it's just a, a spiritual you know connection they, they can really connect with people awesome well Mike I appreciate you taking the time to do this interview with me man uh, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media where they can follow the band um, yeah yeah, yeah, at uh, Facebook, you know, the Metal Church Facebook and uh, the .com, the website. That's where all the pertinent information is. And we're going to, you know, we're putting together a, uh, a spring tour right now, uh, trying to hit as many places in the United States as we can. So as soon as we figure out those dates, we'll have them up on our Facebook page and website. So hopefully we can get out and uh, get to as many cities and see as many fans as we can in the upcoming year. Awesome. Uh, the album's called uh, Damned If You Do. It's available everywhere. I have it off of uh, Apple Music. Go to MetalChurch.com uh, for f- more information on where you can – MetalChurchOfficial, sorry. MetalChurchOfficial.com uh, to find where you can download the album, purchase the album, and when you can see them on tour. Mike, thank you again so much for doing this. Uh, hopefully Ruben, I- thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. And uh, thankful to all the fans out there that are still supporting us and, and, and keeping us going. Cool, man. We'll see you in Los Angeles either in October or hopefully sooner. Oh, man, what a good time that was. My final interview of the year with Mike Howe. My final interview of the year, period. But, you know, I had a great time talking to Mike Howe of Metal Church. And I really encourage you all to go purchase the album. Go to Amazon. Use Amazon starting at multimedianup.com forward slash Amazon. 
to purchase the uh, Metal Church album, Damned If You Do. It's a great record. I'm sure you're going to have a great time. I'm going to keep this, this last portion of the show. I'm going to keep it real short and just say thank you so much for a great 2018. I am looking forward to our adventures together in 2019, and I'm hoping that you come along with the ride with the new On Air Ruben J show starting in January on Friday nights. Uh, it's going to be a fun time. And again, we have a YouTube channel as well. YouTube, we have a YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com forward slash multimediamouth.com. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Ruben J. And I will see you guys in 2019. Have a happy and safe New Year. <laughs>